This episode is sponsored by Zenro Clothing Co. Pick up your tees and our accessories at zenroclothingco.com and be sure to use offer code SOCRATES at checkout for 20% off select items. Also, if you're not into uh, spending the money, just check out the Zenro Radio playlist. ZenRailClothingCo.com, music for your everyday. This episode also sponsored by The Pornian Bakery. If you're located in the Pornian area of Scarborough, Toronto, be sure to check out The Pornian Bakery, say what's up to Arville, and uh, pick up a donut or two. Bake daily, craft it with love. This episode also sponsored by Podbean. Podbean is the podcasting platform of choice. It's the one that me and Vish use, and um, it's great, you know, if you're uh, looking to start that DIY podcast yourself definitely check out podbean use uh the link podbean.com slash socratic gamers and gain one month of unlimited podcasting for free test it out build that content uh anyone could podcast right vish yep start a start a podcast and uh get your ideas out there all right enjoy the episode I'm like trying to figure out the like the best lighting i want one of those ring lights you know what i mean to make uh to make me look cooler <laughs> okay uh so uh all right so we started sorry for being a little late i just had to get this out you know when like an idea hits you and you're like Dude, i gotta like i just gotta put this out there or maybe it's like a creator thing where i'm just like sure. if i don't get this out i feel like i'll lose like this like bit of inspiration so i was driving back mm-hmm. from uh, my parents place to like do the podcast with you and um it hit me because like it, it was kind of hitting me while I was driving through Scarborough, but it's like, it's weird because it's almost like you're like baking a cake. Your experiences in life kind of like are the ingredients. And then like, it's like, ding, it's done. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, you don't, uh, I guess you do know, I'm not a baker, so I don't really know, but you know what I'm trying to say? It's like, it's like, you don't know when it's going to like all click. And then you're like, oh, that's the answer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, um, Okay, so you know how I've been, like, in the past, I was, like, so stoked on, like, Persistence Academy and, like, okay, this is how it's going to work and, like, this is the ethos and all that stuff. And then it just fell apart because the people that I was with were, like, not the, not the right people. And, like, like when, you, when you want to, it's almost like, uh, it's, like it's like a Steve Jobs thing, mm-hmm. right? If, you, if no one creates it, you just create it yourself. You know, mm. and like that's why I feel like I've been going on this long journey of martial arts. You know, like why do you have so many black belts? Why do you keep learning from different teachers? I'm like, because I'm not. I'm like not finding what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for this like ideal of like like benevolence and true warriorship and like generosity, like basically the Bushido code, right? Mm-hmm. Like everything that they teach you in like film and like textbooks right we don't have that in our society now and i was i was recently talking about this and it was just like it keeps coming up it's commercialization you know even mm-hmm. like um Raz Zahabi talked about it right he's like oh the the whole martial arts industry is commercialized now right like karate gets watered down and like because nobody really wants to like fight you know what i'm saying yeah like yeah, yeah. nobody really is like looking for that truth Right. Whereas I am. And for me, that's like, like why, like we talked about in the last podcast, authenticity. If you're not gonna be authentic with it, what's the point? Like what, we, we LARPing bro. We're just gonna like put mm-hmm. on these costumes and be like, you know what I'm saying? And that was, that was the thing about the first martial arts studio where I was like, oh, we're just LARPing, mm-hmm. you know, we're like acting like these martial artists, but we have no skill, you know, like sure. I can like do this crazy kick, but I'll never land it. 
right. you know i might but like after like years and years of practice and then that's the thing that got me into jiu-jitsu where it's like oh you don't need years and years you just need the right moves right and mm -hmm. like nobody can stop you but then i realized that like so when when jiu-jitsu started they all fought in challenge matches to prove the art of jiu-jitsu okay so like the creator um helio gracie and most people who practice don't even freaking know this and that's so frustrating to me because it's like do your history bro like read read your books you know they're, they're like because i'll be in like some gyms and then they'll be like this isn't even jujitsu i'm like bro this is this is the actual jujitsu <laughs> or you're like slapping each other and like well why am i hitting you bro it's jujitsu doesn't involve strikes every time i hear that i'm like all right obviously you're ignorant like mm -hmm. you're ignorant to the martial arts if you read the book like that's literally why he started it right he like he wanted to prove to his students that it was effective. That's why he fought. He wasn't trying to win prize. Well, his brother was trying to win prize money, but he like the like Helio Gracie. He was just like, no, this is this is really gonna work. And that's why he was like weaker. Like his story's pretty sick. So like he was smaller and weaker than everyone else. He couldn't do one pull up, right? Mm -hmm. But he created this. He didn't really create it. He like because jujitsu was around there for a while, like Japanese jujitsu, and the person who taught it to him. Um, like he was like a prize fighter and then he was seeking asylum in brazil so he taught this guy's he taught the guy's older brother uh as a favor to the father because like he got asylum and their father was like a rich mm -hmm. person and then um and then one day his older brother missed class so then the younger brother who's weaker taught the class and then the student was like oh my god i want to take all my class with you you're amazing right and then like he started to develop a weak man's version of jujitsu, right? Because he couldn't fight big guys. But he's like, no, it's still working against big guys, mm -hmm. right? So then um, he would like, he would fight bigger, stronger opponents. And he's like, look, if I can do it, you could do it too, right? It's, it's all technique. Right. And that's what sold me on the idea. But then as you delve into it, it's like, so they had a ranch where they all like trained and then people would come and like, you know, but... And like they'd like have all these friends, and like you know, it's just like oh, we're just sharing the camaraderie of martial arts, right? But the problem is they were rich, so it's like okay, of course you can do martial arts all day if you're rich. Mm -hmm. Of course you can offer it for free if you're rich, right? And then this is where the commercialization comes in because it's like, why do you water down everything? Oh, because you need to keep students to keep the place open. Yeah, right. And and like you were saying this to me, where it was like. I'd always get disheartened. I'm like, oh man, this isn't really it. And you'd be like, well, yeah, because I'm trying to make money. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> you got to do it or else you're going to close. What are you right. going to do? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, okay. So I think I figured out the solve for this one. All right, we're, we're workshopping. If you're listening to this podcast, like, sorry, we're just putting it down <laughs> there. It's like top of my mind. So, but it'd be cool. It'd be cool if we like in the future, it's like we can reference this podcast right. and then yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, that's where it all started. You know? Mm-hmm. So, um, okay, so I was driving through Scarborough, and it's just, you don't know what little things influence you, okay? So, I was, I was going past these units, right? I was thinking about Joe Rogan, right? Because they're like, oh, the Joe Rogan podcast, all the people that talk about it, they're like, he, lives, he works in a warehouse. You, from the outside, you never know it's Joe Rogan's thing, right. right? So, I'm like, okay, so you don't need anything that's flashy. That's cool. And then... Um, I'm not going to say who because I don't want to give away like the amount, but somebody asked me to like shout out if you're listening, you know who you are. Uh, they asked me to review a contract for them because they own a space, mm -hmm. right? And like, oh, like, uh, what does this mean? 
or whatever, right? And I was like reading, I'm like, oh, you're only paying like two G's for a space? Like that's not bad. It's it's bad. It is bad if like you know you don't have that much money. But two G's isn't that crazy. You'd think that like oh, if you own a space, it's gonna be like you know ten thousand a month, something like maybe a giant warehouse, right? But um, two G's. I mean, sure, there's other. I'm just thinking about rate. Uh, sure. Space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So two G's not that bad. And then um, I won't name this person either, but like this person owns a building and they're charging rent on units, right? And um, I was like, oh, how much are you charging for the space? And they're like, 700 bucks. And I was like, that's not bad either, right? But I'm like, oh, but like, uh, there's no idea, you know, like even during COVID, Tara's really pushing me to like open up my own space. I'm like, I'm not ready. Like, I don't even know mm-hmm. martial arts. Like, like I have this hole in my system, which is like jujitsu. I don't know it enough to confidently be like, this is what you don't need to know. This is what you do need to know. Because I really don't think you need to know everything and that's one of the things see here's another thing so in my past like learning our niece right i got that black belt really quick and then but on my thing it's like black belt for Mm self-defense you know and i was very specific to my teacher i was like i don't care about these weird dances i don't care about partner movements just teach me how to protect myself he's like oh that's easy and then i'm like all right cool he's like i'll give you this black belt for Mm self-defense right so, like, I didn't win any, like, competitions, like, because if you look at Arnie's, like, it's a lot of, like, dancey movements. I'm like, oh, I've been through that, you know, in my first black belt. It's like, you learn all the forms, and you're like, okay, cool, here are the forms. But, like, I couldn't protect myself, you mm-hmm. know? I have this inflated ego of, like, you know, oh, I could totally deal damage, but I'd never hit anyone for real. And then when you watch UFC, you're like, oh, dude, people get hit, and they're, like, not going down, mm-hmm. you know? Anyways, so um, that, that teacher, shout out to you really showed me that it's like you don't need a lot of moves right and then i was reading um miyamoto musashi's book a long time ago and it said like you don't need many moves to cut a man down and any school that teaches you thousands of moves is marketing to you he literally the best (laughs) swordsman in the world said that he's like yeah just kill people with very few moves like what what are you gonna do bro the arm swings in so many ways right Right. And then we're talking about you and I were talking about it like, oh, it's just commercialization of the art. Right. Like there are a lot of moves now that you would use in like, all right, let's take jujitsu now, sport jujitsu. There's a lot of moves out there, but you either got to like keep honing your craft to like, like there are some crazy inversions and I've pulled them off myself, but I'm like, I would never use this in the street. So like, mm-hmm. um, if you're on, if you're on the side, it's hard to explain, but if you're on the side, you can, you can wrap your leg around their leg and then you do a dive roll. And then when you come out of the roll, you're on their back. And I've pulled this off a bunch of times. I'm like, Oh, this is going to work. Oh, it does work. Right. But I was like, but it's not practical. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. just right. dive on this, you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's concrete, yeah, yeah. bro. So what I started testing out in jujitsu, like fun fact, people who are listening to this that go train with me is like, I'm, I'm testing out things that I'm like. Oh, can I just get up? Oh, I can just get up. Mm-hmm. Oh, what are you going to do if I choke you? Or I was telling you that. I was like, I was just like testing it. Like, what are people going to do if I just choke them? Right. So I didn't even do any freaking crazy move. I just put my hand on their neck and was like, choke them. Like, oh, I'm going to choke you. I did it jokingly, though. I was like, I'm going to choke you. Oh, I'm choking you, bro. I'm mm-hmm. choking you. And they're like, oh, what do I do? What do I do? And I'm like, it's, it's the most basic. Why don't you arm bar me? Why don't you kick away? Something like that. But they're thinking uh, sport mentality, right? Right. Which is like, this is why I like Gracie Jiu Jitsu, where it's like 
self-defense. Like the the Gracie combatives that they taught, they the army literally came to this is, again, nobody knew this. I was like telling it to one person who like I partnered up with and they're like, what I didn't know this history. I'm like, what are you doing here then, bro? Like there's a reason why I'm at this school, right? So like the the army after UFC, the US Army yeah. went to the Gracies and were like, teach us our teach our military, right? So they're like, well, we can't teach you for like years and years. So like what do we do? So they came up with the what was like 26 moves or something like that. The most effective 26 moves that you need to know. And after that, like that's it. Mm-hmm. You, you, that at that point, what they say is like, once you master those twenty six, it's just jujitsu against jujitsu. You both know what you're doing, so it's like now we're just fighting. Like right. you're tra- you're fighting a trained fighter. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, if we're just on the street, I just need twenty six moves. You know? And then, so then it's funny because like people, I keep going back to the same class, and I'm and they're like, why are you here? And I'm like, oh, I just want to ingrain it into my like, why why do why do I need those other moves? Like I'm here to like protect myself. Yeah. Actually, one guy he calls me a little killer. I love that guy. Shout out to you. You know you're a Russian, uh, Russian tank. Uh, he's <laughs> he's like he's this like ex state champion and from Russia, like jacked, bro. Like his head, like my head is like his bicep. Right. I, I love training with that guy because like he'll just he'll give me the real, bro. He'll just be like he'll be like no, no, this is bullshit. Use this move instead. And I'll just, I'll use it. I'm like, oh, dude, Dennis. Oh, I shouted, I said his name. <laughs> um, shout out you. Uh, so like, I'll do it. I'll be like, I'll run up to him after class and be like, it worked. And he'll be like, I know, I know. <laughs> and like, he's, he taught me this one move. He's like, if you want to choke a man, you don't need to strangle. You push here and you break his neck. And I was like, oh my God, bro. Like, I want to learn this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's what's like, and he's jacked. So like, when I, when I roll with him, it's like, I know if it's working or not. Right. Sometimes he'll get like a little pissed. Like I, I caught him one time and he got a little mad and then he just like used his strength. He's like so strong. He can bench press me off with one arm. I'm not even like, I'm not mm-hmm. just one time. I was like on him on side control. And he's like, he's like, Oh, all right, get ready. Orville throws me. I was like, what the <laughs> hell? So like, well, that's not going to work. You know what I mean? Like right, that's right, who right. I want to fight. again. Mm-hmm. Like if I can show other people how to do this, like gold, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's the point of martial arts. Like, this guy's, like, jacked, you know, and I'm so tiny. Anyways, uh, to get back to it. So, yeah, you don't know that, you don't need that many moves. People freak out. I even did this one thing where I was like, oh, I'm going to air stab you. So, like, I literally pulled out an air knife and stabbed them over and over. I'm like, oh, you're dead now, bro. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, what do I do? I'm like, all right, switch. And then we switched, and I, like, I kept the distance, pushed away. I'm like, this is what the combatives are trying to teach you. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're like, oh, how do you, how do you know that? I'm like, why do you think I keep going to the same class, bro? Right. You know, like, cause that's, that's the point. If it works for the army, it's going to work for me, bro. Mm-hmm. Anyways. So there's a, there's an ex Navy SEAL dude who, um, Tim Kennedy. When I saw this video, I was like, yes, you are my inspiration. And there's a bunch of other people like Greg Nelson stuff like that. Um, they have like firearms training, but I'm like, oh, that's, that's too far for me. Like we, we don't have guns in Canada, bro. What am I gonna do with that? I mean, like, I'll go to the shooting range, but like, it's not as prevalent. Sure. It's like, whatever. Whereas there, they need the guns. So this Navy SEAL, what he did is he he said, um, they're like, he literally had the exact same answer as me where I I didn't see this video before, right? I was just thinking about it logically. Like, why did I train in Arnis? Because I'm like, well, you need a weapon, bro. Like me against a stronger guy, I'm going to need a weapon first. Mm -hmm. 
Like, you get a weapon, game over. Like, we don't need, we need to fight, bro. So that's why I'm like, okay, knife versus knife. Okay, how do I, okay, now I know how to, like, defend myself against a knife, right? And um, so then what happens if I lose the knife? Okay, I got to be able to, like, keep you in striking range, keep you off, kick you off, run away, stuff like that, right? Punch you, whatever. Actually, I wouldn't punch because that would hurt your, that would hurt your knuckles. And then what happens if I trip and fall or, like, you grab me and we, we go to the ground? That's why I left grappling to my last thing, right? Because I'm like, that's going to be the longest journey and that's the one that's, like, just in case I can't run away. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we accidentally fall, I need some grappling. But I need wrestling to stand back up. It's not just jujitsu. That's why I like the Russian dude. Because, like, he teaches me wrestling. Like, he was, so um, our, our head trainer, he, uh, he was coming over one time and he was kind of, like, saying to me, like, do you, I was training with the Russian dude. And he's like, oh, do you know how good this guy is? I'm like, oh, no. And he's, like, in Russia. Like, he grew up in Soviet Union Russia, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, like. Yeah. Like right, old right. Cold War Russia, right? And so back then, uh, and if, fun fact, his dad owned a wrestling gym. So he's been wrestling since he was a little kid. Mm -hmm. So like, all right, this is the truth. I'm going to the truth. And then, um, so like what happened was he was saying that in that area, it's not like to, to get to like the, because you're so poor, the only way out is to like make it to the next level. So if you want to be champion, especially state champion, you're getting all the killers to come. Mm -hmm. Because if you win, that's money for you. And we're poor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. So like him becoming state champions, no joke. It's like you fought killers. Mm -hmm. Whereas here it's like state champion. Like my cousins are like wrestling champs at their high school. It's like, and I watched the video. I was like, hey, during Christmas, let me show you some moves that the Russian dude showed me. <laughs> like you'll just destroy every kid because it's not like a high level of wrestling, but like in Russia, it's like, this is your food. Right, <laughs> you know right. I mean? It's like, yeah, you yeah. will not eat if you don't get good. So he's really, really good. Um, anyways. So, okay. So we've solved the martial arts issue, right? I, I need truth. Okay. But now the commercialization issue. So, so if you find out that it's like 2000 or $700, if I can get a cheap warehouse and then run classes from like six to like nine or seven to nine, then that's not bad. And if you figure out a different way to pay for it, like if you invest your money or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, or if you just put it like, I'm, I'm not planning to have kids. So it's like, okay, that money for kids is going to go to this gym. You know what I'm saying? Like that mm -hmm. will, that will offset the cost. And then that way, what I can do is charge a lower fee because I'm paying like hella mad money right now per month. You know what I mean? And I'm like, this is for rich people. Right. And um, so, mm -hmm. okay. The name of the place I was thinking about, I was driving through Scarborough, Scarborough soldier club. And all right, check out the reason why I was thinking about soldier club. So, so there are people that like have kind of clicks where I train. Right. And there's nobody there that want i'm starting to see it though okay um if you listen to this podcast i'm just totally giving away all my secrets you're like oh you were the silent guy that like nobody thought was paying <laughs> attention but the whole time i was paying attention to everything all right so fun fact i've been paying attention this whole time so there are some people there that have other black belts and i start testing people okay mm -hmm. so when i'm rolling i start slapping people right not hard but like they'll they'll put their hand up and then I'm like, okay, let me see how you respond to this. So I'll just, I'll look like I'm going to go grab your collar and I'll just touch your face. And they'll be like, oh, damn. 
and I'll do it over and over and over. And then the ones that kind of like don't like it, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna stop. But then the ones that are like, oh damn, there's a hole here, mm-hmm. I keep doing it, right? And then there's this one dude who's a black belt in I think karate, and so I did it to him, and he smiled because I watched him train in the Muay Thai class. So I'm like, okay, you know how to strike, so we're gonna play this game. So I, I touched his face, and he he smiled, and he went for a low kick. So when he went for the low kick, this is something I did to Tara, and so I blew out her knee. I've been practicing it for a long time. Uh, so I let my leg go loose. So basically, like, mm-hmm. you're standing like this. I, he kicks my, if you just watch YouTube, I'm, like, demonstrating a bit. <laughs> so he kicked my leg, and I let my leg go. Right, 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 right. But then I kept my leg in the air, and then as soon as he put his leg down, I kicked the top of his leg so I could break his kneecap. Eesh. And he, he was like, oh, no, I didn't. Yeah, 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 hard, yeah, yeah, But yeah, I was yeah, like, oh, I'm, I'm going to break this. Showing it, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's, he's like, oh, roundhouse kick to the leg. I'm like, okay. I know how to do, I know how to like, I know the defense. Mm. So not defense. I know like a smarter counter. I stole that from Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee is the first one to show how you break kneecaps. So, um, and, and it's crazy. Cause like I tested this in my first martial arts studio. I was doing it to everyone. And I even did it to Tara and, uh, she couldn't walk for like two weeks. I ripped <laughs> all the muscles in her. I wasn't even kicking hard. So what I would do is I would notice that people were roundhouse kicking me. Right. And, uh, and I was like, wait, if I could time it, if I could stop you, like a block, right? If you're throwing a punch, right? If you stop it before it's at the apex of its strike, you've killed all its power. So as people are going for the front kick or like to roundhouse kick, I just kick above the, where the top thigh is and that kills the power. I didn't know though that it also tears all the, mm-hmm. the muscles in your kneecap. So that's what happened to Tara. And I was like, oh, okay, this is a dangerous move, right? So anyway, so that guy smiled. And then we laughed and I'm like, I want to train with you more. So all the people that like, you know, are like, I wouldn't steal them away from this gym. I'm just saying like, I need training partners right, to right, be like, right. what works, what doesn't work. You know what I mean? So like, um, I was saying like how jujitsu is very clicky. So I'm like, maybe I could create like a goon squad. Like I want to be called like, like the goon squad basically. <laughs> and like, it's just, it's all the yeah, goons. Yeah, yeah. Like. Mm-hmm, like when, mm-hmm. when we roll, like there's one, one, one guy. So, uh, I won't say his name, but he knows who he is. And this guy has like, he's, he claims to have like an orange belt in Krav Maga. Okay. Like, all right, whatever, whatever that means. But he's also doing jujitsu. So he loves it, but he knows cause he follows me. So he knows that I have other martial arts and like, we started doing it. It wasn't until he followed me and he, he realized my level of skill that he started playing this game more. He'll throw spinning kicks. I'm like, oh, okay, we're playing. <laughs> so he'll throw like a spinning kick. So I'll throw one back. And then like the main instructor watches one time and we we're just going like ham, bro. We're like, okay, we're going to fight for real. No, like controlled. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. obviously, like he was like, like we're going we're gonna to use like all of our tools. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whereas most people are just like, like, why are you guys doing that? They're like, bro what do you want to do like what you just want to like you know when people make this joke where they're like you want to hug you guys are just a bunch of huggers right that's who those people are mm-hmm. you know my sister like she'll send me all these videos of like um like actually not just my sister everyone in my family they think jujitsu is a joke because they're like oh you're just hugging people <laughs> oh you're just a hugger yeah, yeah, yeah you right. know what i mean like Oh, come on, bro. You know those memes where, like, you get, like, the picture of the dude on his back, and then they're both smiling, and it's, like, it looks pretty, like, you know, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks, yeah, yeah, it looks yeah, yeah. a little... Right, right, you know right, I mean? right, right, 
It looks a little intimate. And you're like, oh, this is what you do every every three days a week? I'm like, no, bro. That's not what I want to do. So anyways, so like, um, so she'll send me these videos of like these jujitsu people being like, when somebody breaks into your house and you have a brown belt in jujitsu, come at me, bro. They'll like lie on the floor, like just, just mount me, bro. Mount me and watch what happens. And you're like, no, man, I'm telling you, I if I just pair it with other things, like I could really mess people up. Sure, sure. Like yeah, this yeah. is a last resort. I'm not going to lie on the ground, man, and just be like... <laughs> Mount me, bro. You want you want to fight? You want to rob me? Get on top, and we'll see what happens. No, if somebody's gonna rob me, I'm gonna grab my freaking knife or like a stick, and then if if like we lose it, I'm gonna kick this guy. Like, bro, get out of my house! Kick, yeah. kick, kick. Yeah, but that's that's you, the you lesson the of the now. no, no. I get it, but that's the lesson of the meme, though, right? Yeah, yeah, true. Well, for me, but like jujitsu people get so mad at that, and I was like, come on, man, it's true though. Well, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's the point. <laughs> You know, th there are some like moves that I refuse to do in jujitsu because I'm like, that's just weird, bro. Mm -hmm. So there's a north south. All right. So, okay. So there's this. <laughs> okay. I think I was telling you this. So we are learning uh, Kimuras, right? There's a, a, it's hard to explain, but basically they're on the ground with their arm like this, like 90 degree angle. Mm -hmm. okay? okay. But the problem is you're sitting on your, on the dude's face. Okay. Your bum is on his face, mm -hmm, bro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Every time somebody does that to me, I'm like, oh man, like I'm not gonna tap, so I'm just gonna roll. I'm just gonna turn my face. Right, right, right. But I'm like, you you realize your nuts are on my face, right? <laughs> like, this is just rude. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. People will do some weird I'm like, I will you will never catch me in that. And if you do catch me in the position, it's a transition move. I'm not holding that. Mm -hmm, I'm just mm -hmm. gonna step over or something like, like that's weird. Bro. Right, right. Actually, right, what right. I do now is um, it's kind of rude, but it's because I don't want to do that weird stuff, bro. So instead of sitting on their face, I hold their face down. So I'm grabbing the one arm and I'm like pushing their face against the floor. Whereas other people would just sit on the face, and I'm like, that's weird, bro. Yeah, Even I guess it's, we it's like, a level of real... respect in the other person, like. Like, you know what I mean? Just if you're sitting in that position. Actually, people say that. I actually, say, people say that mine's more disrespectful because they're like, why are you pushing his face? I'm like, why am I sitting on his face with my nuts? Yeah, bro? that's Come on. Yeah, that'd be more weird. Yeah. <laughs> it, looks, it looks weird. And the weirdest ones are like when you catch like high level jujitsu people and they're doing it and they turn into the move. Mm -hmm. So, like, what I want, if you, if you sit with your nuts on my face, I'm going to turn my face this way, right? But right. the problem is that actually makes the move worse for you because you're turning away from the shoulder lock, so you're going to break your arm. But I'm like, I'd rather break my arm than defend it like this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I swear, if you didn't see that video, <laughs> like, just watch it on YouTube. The, mm -hmm. the whole idea is you actually, in order to defend it, you have to put your back to the floor. But by mm -hmm, putting my mm -hmm. back to the floor, I'm literally letting you teabag me. Right. Like, what are we doing out here? You will never catch me teaching that move. Mm -hmm. Like, guys, you want to learn that move? You go to that class. Like, <laughs> we're not doing that here. You know what I'm saying? All right. So, anyways, back to it. Uh, so, so funding. Um, if you can, if you can subsidize it with other things, and it's like two thousand dollars, seven hundred bucks a month, then maybe you could charge like a hundred bucks, and then the people are like, you can let people in for free. You know. And, and the reason why I want to do that, not everyone, but I grew up in a very OG environment. 
Like, go- going to Pope was very, like, you would never expect <clears throat> who I am now back then. Actually, even I just think about it, I'm like, the people that, like, follow me and stuff, I don't follow them back, sorry. But, like, those people were, like, OG. And then when they follow me, and then they're like, oh, like what you're doing, bro. Yeah, you're killing it. But I'm like, no, in high school, you really thought I was a loser, bro. Like, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, I didn't do martial arts. I was like an artsy kid. Like, I liked anime and like wanted to fight, but I was never like actually fighting. You know what I mean? Whereas these people were like legit fighting. People got stabbed. You know what I mean? Like, this is real. And there's one dude, they had a fight club in our. Yeah, there's enough time, so you can't get in trouble for this. So, like, there's enough. <laughs> um, I mean, there was a fight club in our, in our, um, uh, boys change room and they would film it and this one dude fought another dude with a cast oh okay okay. so then yeah but they loved it they're like all right so then i watched this video i was like oh my god this guy turned around hit the other dude with his cast knocked all of his teeth (laughs) out he had to go to the er and then they had to surgically implant all his teeth Mm. (laughs) bro that's crazy and that's why i was like maybe that's what fueled my desire to fight because i'm like Oh, I need to figure out how to defend mm. myself against this craziness. You know what I mean? But like, so anyways, uh, but like, what was also weird too is your demeanor. I never actually got bullied because in my head, I was like, I knew gang members that would fight you. Even though it wasn't fully, like, I didn't know that they would, like, you know, like, um, remember when we set the alleyway on fire? <laughs> <laughs> there's enough time it's fine <laughs> when we set the alleyway on fire and then like we all ran i was the first one to run i was like oh my god dude and then like and then i then we all panicked we all ran and then i was like what are we doing so i something snapped in me i remember i ran back and i started swatting and you were like you were like superman bro you just like <laughs> took out your, your coat remember the yeah, 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 yeah. but it was like you don't know how you're going to act until you see the burning building you know what i mean mm-hmm. so like that for me like, I, I didn't know that people would defend me, but I believe people would defend me, but I never tested it. So I walked around as if, like, I was untouchable. Mm-hmm. That's why I never got bullied, right? So it's, all, it's mostly mindset, you know, like why people get bullied. But anyways, so with that being said, um, the, the reason why I'd want to build it in Scarborough, oh, I never even said the name. It's, did I? Scarborough Soldier Club? Yeah, you did, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. So, um, so, so, sold, so, Goon Squad made me think of soldier, like soldiers. But, like, I was like, ah, soldier's weird. Like, we're not actually soldiers, but soldier is like soul, jaw, like, like soul and jaw is like God. Although there's soldier boy, and I had to, like, first thing I did when I got home was like, <laughs> urban dictionary soldier. Like, make sure that it's not just Something, soldier boy. Yeah, right, right. right? But so there's a lot of meanings for soldier, which means like um, soldier of God, um, base gangbanger. It actually literally means gangbanger. Uh, you can you can use it in a term where you're like, "Yo, be a soldier," and what that means is like, don't let don't let what you don't want to do get in the way of what you should do. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Oh, there's a lot of good meanings here, right?" And jaw is like God, you know, and like some like thing warrior spirit. Mm-hmm. you know that that kind of thing so anyways so the reason why i wanted to be in scarborough cheap units the cultures there arnis philippines right so if i'm like hey arnis they're like oh filipino cool like you can just once right. you tap into the filipino community everyone's gonna join and then like 
and then like OG people be like, soldier, yo, I'm a soldier, bro. You know what I mean? Like it's good marketing. Mm -hmm. So whereas compared to before Persistence Academy, it's like, what's a persistence? Oh, that's lame. But I can take the ethos of Persistence Academy because that's what it is. Sure. Never give up. Soldier. A soldier also doesn't give up. So it clicked. See how everything's like dominoing? It's like, oh, there's the cake. Mm -hmm. It just like got made. Yeah. So, um, you know what I mean? So, yeah. So I feel like there's more culture there. There's more OGs. And I really think that that's where the magic can happen. Right? Because I train with a lot of rich people. And because it's expensive, bro. Mm -hmm. You know? And the only ones that really show that grit are the ones that can't afford it but pay because they want to be there mm -hmm. you know what i mean so yeah. that's like me i was like that's a lot of money all right it's an investment let's go do this but then there are people you could tell where it's like oh this means nothing to you oh you just want this as a feather in your cap all right cool because when you roll with them it's like meh right like yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. chrome gracie right chrome gracie said it. it's like um give me 10 minutes and i could tell who you are mm -hmm. are you gonna give up are you weak in spirit are you using this as clout? So like, I'm, I post a lot on social media, right? But to me, martial arts is not clout. Martial arts is a way of life. And you know this, right? So it's like, I, I can see who's like doing like, I'm a blue belt, bro. I'm a blue belt in this Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And then those people I'm like, stab, stab, stab. Oh, you're dead. Mm -hmm. You know, and like or the, the panic, like, what do I do with this? You know, it's right. like, what does that mean then? What does that mean with your, you know what I mean? Um, black belts are like that too, though. You know, that's, that's why I left the first academy. Because I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, this is not what it was. Like it started diverting towards commercialization. The old school ones, woo, those people were, like I posted that 10-year thing. And then um, this one dude, shout out to you, Graham. Because that guy was an OG. He was like, but he wasn't like the most hardcore. Like when we were doing some hardcore stuff, he like, that was before our time. We were kind of right. at the end of it. Um, but that guy was like, yeah. Like, he commented, like, like you, we know, <laughs> like, what that time was. You know, it, it was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, I can't share the stories now, but I've shared them to you in the past. Um, but, like, now it's, yeah, commercialization. I want to get away from commercialization. I just want truth. Mm -hmm. And I want to make a difference. I don't want it to be, like, like, oh, you should be here, but you can't afford it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so there's, there's a way to do it, which is like for us, a hobby. He's like, he trains pros and the pros, the, the hobbyists feed the pros. Mm -hmm. So like, you can't just train pros or else your gym is going to fail. Cause there's like what, 10 people, 10 pros, but there's like hundred thousand people. Right. But I'm like, what if I flip it? What if I don't make it about money and I just train with i don't want to say train others but i train with mm -hmm. train with other people who are there for the right reasons you know what i mean yeah right and like you could have like the fitness class like soldier soldier club sounds pretty freaky but it's like no we can have like our like fitness class our mom's class whatever whatever but like it's real what i really want to tap into is the trauma and that's what really like that's what really I think martial arts can do for you mm -hmm. is like redress your trauma, gives you confidence. I mean, like 
there are, I'm sure there's going to be like OG people who join and they misuse it, but that's like everyone. But the, but the thing is you need an outlet. You need a mirrored example to be like, you could do that. I -hmm. wouldn't recommend doing that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, well, easy for you. You have this gym and you're making people pay. I'm like, actually I have a full-time job. I'm doing this because I really want to just be here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to build, like, if you can't find it, you just build it yourself. And I want it to be like that. Mm-hmm. And then like the OG people are like, yo, this is sick. And like, how much are memberships? And I'm like, oh, they're this. Like, I wouldn't want it to be like what I'm paying now. I want it to be like maybe a hundred, 120 a month, you know, nothing crazy. But if they're like, if somebody comes to me and they're like, oh, I really can't afford that. I'm like, all right, cool, man. Just jump in. That's cool. Don't worry about it. Right. Like those other people will supplement your whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe even like registered as a nonprofit. Actually, no, that's hard because you need like board members and stuff. That's, that's too much work. Um, yeah. But so, so going back to the trauma, like the thing about the Pope story about the kid knocking out all the tea. It's like, if that dude just had a, I have so many stories of like people I went to high school with that like now you're like, oh, that's just trauma, bro. Mm-hmm. And like all the people, the thing is you don't get it, you know? I know this is such a long-winded podcast, sorry. Um, but like the people, they don't get it. The people that tell me that it's like childhood trauma, just go to therapy, all this stuff, it's like not always. You know what I mean? Like there's... Okay, there's this one kid in our high school, public knowledge now, I won't say his name though. Uh, so I was in class with him, always sat at the back, came late all the time. Okay, cool. So the physics teacher was like, oh man, why are you always late? He's this Jamaican dude. That was a bad Jamaican accent. And he was like, he was like man, you're going to be nothing in life. You're going to be nothing. And I was like, damn, this guy's just giving it to him in front of all of us. All right, whatever. Turns out, Years later, killed someone, now he's in jail. Mm-hmm. He really did not become anything. But it's like, but look at his life circumstance, bro. Mm-hmm. You probably have a mom that can barely pay. You watch Top Boy on um, Netflix. Yep. You're like, that's people's lives, man. The dad dies, the mom can't pay. You got to turn to violence. What are you going to do? You need something, right? Mm-hmm. So the people need an outlet, right? Actually, there's another guy who does something similar, but I don't know his model. But he was on the Joe Rogan podcast. Anyways, so, um, so like, if you give them an outlet for violence, it allows them to, like, release that trauma, you know? And I want to be so good. I'm, I'm like, my jiu-jitsu now, like, when I started jiu-jitsu, I was like, oh, balls to the wall. I'm going to, like, use all my energy and crush you. And then the thing I focus on now, and I don't care if it takes longer this way, I just want to be this good. So when I trained with Carlos... He treated me like a baby. He was like reading my mind. I was like, bro, what are you doing? Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I could try everything and he made me feel like he was, like I was nothing, right? So I think it'd be really cool if, and that's why you need jujitsu because it's like the only one that's like pr- pretty obvious. If I was like, if, if like an OG dude was so enraged and you're like, all right, let, let's take it on the mat. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, do whatever you want, bro. Right. Good luck. Yeah. You know, this guy throwing punches. I'm like, he's like, oh, I can't hit you. Oh, dude, he's holding me in a stranglehold. I'm like, 
And then like, I, I literally practice this at jujitsu now where I'll, I'll hold somebody in a position. I won't even go for the sub and I'll just like talk to them because for right. me, I'm like, well, one is a police officer. That'd be pretty awesome. But like, imagine that the dude comes in, he's like, I had a bad day at school, blah, blah. Or like, Oh, I need money. <laughs> I want to rob somebody. I'm like, all right, let's see what you got. If you're so good, I'll give you a hundred bucks. If you can, if you can tap me out. Bro. <laughs> and then the guy's like, all right, cool. And then like, I'll like hold him down. I'll be like, see, it's probably why you need to train more. You know what I mean? Just, and he'll be like, oh, I can't move. I can't move. You know? Yeah. You're like, here, take the hundred bucks anyways, bro. <laughs> Just go feed your family or something. You know, that'd be cool. Imagine somebody that, imagine somebody yeah, actually yeah, yeah. did that to you. Right. Like made you feel like so small. And was like, hey, if you can tell me, I'll give you a hundred bucks. Mm -hmm. And then like, you just give them a hundred bucks anyways. And you're like, I'm sure you need the hundred bucks, bro. You know? Yeah. That'd be so sick. And that's what Helio Gracie did back in the day. But he was rich. <laughs> so that's, that's the problem. You could do that when you're freaking rich and skilled, you know? But like, that's what I want to like reignite into people. And like Scarborough is a great place to do it because... There's so many, so many stories of people like that, like low money. And it's like, all right, let's just have a, and then the crate, the best part about all this is once you know how badly somebody could beat you up, not even beat you up, make mm -hmm. you feel helpless. And that's what, that's why I want my jujitsu to make, I want to just hold people down. Actually, a lot of people in jujitsu now are like, dude, you're so strong. And I'm like, no, I'm not. And then I'll show them how I'm doing it. They're like, what? I'm like, yeah, just leverage. Like I can hold down big guys and they'll like get so mad at me i get i'm thinking of all these examples is one guy oh my god um so like he's like like six four probably 200 at least 200 pounds we're doing this drill like hold each other down all right and then i was like okay ready boom <laughs> and it was like that bro it wasn't even like and he's a blue belt too so i was just like ready okay here, we're going we're oh we went and then he, he i did it four times within the duration he got up at the thing he's like fuck and i was like whoa why bad he's like just, uh, just, you just i don't know how you did that and i'm like <laughs> right 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 yeah. it's, bro that's the point of this thing man because like you look around and everyone's like struggle mm -hmm, struggle mm -hmm. you know it's like no just it's literally technique i'm just i'm using the leverage you know, but like now imagine that's like, so that guy's rich, you know, and he was upset. But imagine if it was like a younger kid, sure, high school, yeah, don't know what to do, so mad at the world. And you're like, oh, hey man, it's all good. You know, you like, you have that, like, I, I'm gonna post this today. Oh no, maybe tomorrow. But it's like the sharper the sword, the greater the capacity for benevolence. Mm -hmm. And that's what I wanna be like, so sharp that it's like, like it's like a it's like a gear, man. I can work with like a girl and and like child, and they'll be like, "Oh, you're choking me, blah blah." Oh, you almost got me, and then I can go hard with that Russian dude. Mm -hmm. And it's like you need those gears, right? But that's right. like the sharper the sword, the greater capacity for, for benevolence. I'm not gonna break the freaking little girl. Like, mm -hmm. what are you doing? You know? Yeah. Anyways, okay. So all that being said, you think it's a bad idea or a good idea? <laughs> like. Bob uh -huh. and your brother just thumbs up. I was like, no, guys, I need, I need, I need oh. input. That's why I told you. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it's a good idea. I feel like, um, right? yeah, I think maybe you don't need to, can you, I was thinking like renting a space out for like, like the starting part would be like for like a few hours mm. versus necessarily having oh, it. Oh, that's interesting. 
right? Like, so you, so you um, yeah, that's true. Like, I'm just saying, like, this is how you, you, know, you know. as a way to, as a ways of starting, right? Build interest. Build interest. But it's like, you're just doing it for a few hours and you pick specific times during the week when these things are happening. So you're renting out for those specific hours. That's a, that's a pretty good idea too, actually. Yeah. Like start, like, um, Jared's Capoeira dude did that. Mm-hmm. Like it was like this facility and like he had a classroom and like they would just meet every like Tuesday or something and then that would be there. Actually, that's a really good idea. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's true. I would like, the reason why I was thinking about like a, a storefront or something or like a, a space is because like you can have um, uh, like that's the, I think, I think of course, yeah, yeah, no, no, but that, that would be the eventual goal. Because right? you're just looking at things like how would you reach to yeah, this, that goal, right? That's the thing. That's what you want to get to. Yeah. But then you got to look at, like, yeah, you're the game plan, basically. So if you can get to the store already, that's fine. But this is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Like, this yeah, is how yeah. you're, you spread out the information and then it starts to, to build that way. Then to get to a point of a store Facts. point. Facts. Okay, yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. Um, the only other thing that's, like, holding me back right now Aside, well, finances is like the biggest one, but aside from finances, I feel like my jujitsu is not there yet. I'm still like, like I'm hard to be subbed, but I don't have that. Like I'm getting there. I could feel it. It's like, oh, it's getting better, but it's not at the point where I'm confident in it. Like with my striking, I'm so confident. I'm like, you want to stand? Let's go. Mm-hmm. Or like, you want a knife fight? Let's go. But I'm not, I don't feel that like level of confidence yet in this, like the grappling aspect of it. Okay. Yeah. I, I need, you know, I, mean, I like it's, that's why I'm still saying it's like a while away, but I'm just p- putting the seed now because mm-hmm. um, I'm a marketer. <laughs> like, you know, you think about like marketing solutions. Um, but then in that case, you would start already, yeah. then in that case, you'd start saving up now. Maybe you don't need that renting a few hours space you'd have enough to yeah, and have your own location yeah yeah like a down payment all right mm-hmm. that's a good point yeah that's true yeah and i don't know if i'd want to i'd i'd want to bring in people because it's like oh will you be the only trainer it's like just you only because i'm the only one willing to eat the cost you mm-hmm. know what i mean it's like it's like like Tara's lucky with her um, all about me, uh, her like school thing. Yeah, all about mental empowerment. Um, she found somebody who's like equally driven for the same mission as her. Sure, right. You know what I'm saying? But like, I haven't found anyone yet that I'm like, oh, we're on the same path. Because mm-hmm. maybe I'm just I'm the only one on this. Like Bruce Lee was another one. You know, Bruce Lee was freaking poor when he died. He made no money off martial arts. He mm-hmm. only made mm-hmm. money making movies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, right. So, like, when, mm-hmm. I, when I read these stories, I'm like, okay, well, we need to solve that problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, it should be, it should be able to run without me being third. Oh, dude, Trevor Noah. There it is. See, look, it's the cake, man. Like, it's, you, you just, like, don't know when things are going to uh, hit. So, remember the Trevor Noah bit where he's, like, in France, they're not trying to make um commission off of your clothing so that's why they're so rude to you about oh really you're gonna wear that Mm -hmm. he's like oh they're so rude and like yeah because we pay them enough to not have to like be a vampire to your commission Mm -hmm. 
Whereas here in the West, it's like, oh, that looks great on you. No, it doesn't. It's just that'll give me more money. Right. And I don't like that mentality for it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if there was a way to do this as a passion project, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, I'm done my big rant. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, any final thoughts about that? Are you like? No, I think those are good ideas. You see, it's viable, it, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I see this. Um, I've seen like other kinds of things, like people trying to help out the community. To re- this would. That's in- what it is. That's all it is. Yeah, it's really yeah, that. Yeah, and it like when people are busy or have things to do, that's how you also generate less crime. Yes. Exactly. You give them an outlet. You give yeah. them something to do, bro. If you're just like at home doing nothing, it's like. And you, all right, you know what'll actually mean more? So, like, Kendrick Lamar is, see, there you go, boom. Man, this cake is just being built. So, or being baked. Uh, <laughs> so, Kendrick Lamar, lots of money, right? And I just saw recently that he was at the uh, Compton Christmas Drive. Mm-hmm. Looks so regular. He was like, posing with like a baby probably someone's like kid you know a community person a real community person okay so like i've been at so many places that talked about like in in all martial arts it's like um actually this is the most famous i've heard it like actually four times recently which is crazy uh if you want to go far go alone if you want to go no, sorry, sorry. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Mm-hmm. Right? If you know where that's coming from, that's not the first time I heard it. That's a very old saying, but I've heard multiple. Actually, I think even Trevor Noah said that, right? In his bit? Uh, probably, yeah. Maybe. It sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah I, just, I heard it again. Yeah. I heard yeah. it again. I was like, oh, dude, there it is again. Synchronicity. So, um, but the problem with that is commercialization. So a lot of people are like, you know, we're a family here. You know, we could rely on one another. You're going to have this party. We're all going to know each other, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, that's fake, bro. Like, mm-hmm. you, wouldn't, you wouldn't know me if I didn't have a membership here. Right. 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 pay for this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, think, think, remember I brought to you, like, not even recent examples, an old school example, um, the barbecue. I brought you. Mm-hmm. Like, that felt like a community, though. That one felt like, oh, this is very community-ish. The only problem is it's culty. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, like, also pretty bad, right? It was like, like, you felt it. You were like, oh, this is nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool, you know. Like, but that's why we're so community oriented because we're like, so the the problem, the problem with that place was this. It was like nobody will understand you except for these people. This is your tribe, mm. and like, oh, okay, like, yeah. And then that's why everyone felt like a family at my first martial arts studio. It was like you were literally telling us that the outside world didn't care about us, and only you guys cared about us, mm-hmm. right? culty yeah so for me i think in the future if i were to run one of those like holiday things it would just be like yeah just like it would feel more meaningful if a lot of them were like like oh i didn't i don't even pay for this you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying i would just be like yeah just come bring your family i'll probably be antisocial because i'm antisocial like you guys have fun i'll bring some like food you know what i mean and like we'll just chat up chat if you want stop by if you're hungry you know Mm -hmm. whatever like I would, I would treat it like that. Right. It would just be yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like a community barbecue, like a Compton, like watching sure. uh, Kendrick's thing. It's like like a Compton Christmas party. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
is like no they're like wow these are all your members no bro these are their families you know it'd be like that would be sick right where it's like it's like it's not even because you're like wow you must have a huge membership if all these people showed up it's like no they just invited their family right, right and their right. friends and family because mm-hmm. we said we would have food and you know that'd be kind of cool right yeah yeah if it's like that's real community spirit you know, mm-hmm. but then I would always tell everyone, it's like, I'm just a stop in your journey, bro. <laughs> like, thank you for sharing the mat and like helping me learn, but I know you're not going to be here forever and you shouldn't be here forever. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's my own journey. Like, I'm also not at play. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how you keep it not culty. That's, that's the other problem. Like, we, we got commercialization, cultiness, and incomplete martial arts. Mm-hmm. So if we could solve all three, it's like you just found the best solution. And then mm-hmm. it's a real genuine like uh what do you call that? Like uh it's like a real authenticity. Oh uh, yeah, that's what yeah. yeah. I was like what's the goddamn word? cuz I just hate inauthenticity. It's like yeah. But then but then what's cool about it too? Sorry, sorry. Our last thing. Uh what's cool about it too is if it's small and you're not really charging people, you can come if you don't. You can come or not come, bro. Mm-hmm. It's up to you. Like, I'm just, I'm going to teach the way I'm going to teach because you see it. We did it at my first martial arts. When I was teaching like eight hours a day, it's like, I was the only one, and I still get this too, actually, where it's like, actually, I don't even know if I want to put the shine on myself. <laughs> actually, yeah, you know what? Because somebody commented on it. So like, all right, so, I put like 10 years as a black belt and somebody comments underneath, you're one of the best instructors. I'm like, I know because I just care about like teaching you martial arts Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I still do it. Right. So like when, when I go to fun fact, now you'll find out also why I go early. It's like, for me, not only am I repeating the movements that I want to learn, which are like, keep me safe. Every time I go there and they partner me up with someone, I'm, secretly i'm like fingers crossed i hope i get partnered with a skilled person right because then we could just like practice mm-hmm. the moves and i could like really practice right but it doesn't usually happen and what they do is the same thing my first martial arts studio did they paired me with a new person and the reason why is because like this guy is going to give them the best experience and they're most likely going to sign up because mm-hmm. they know how gentle i am how i just let them do the move on me and i'm like but that's a real teacher, bro. Like, I just, I genuinely want you to learn this skill, mm-hmm. you know, which is also Helio Gracie, going back to him. Like, that's what he really wanted to do. And, like, I don't even stick around for the thanks. As soon as the thing, like, they'll, they'll be like, all right, class is over. And then I'm telling you, like, my success rate's like 100%. Every time I'm paired up with somebody, even if they've had multiple classes, they're like, this is the best class I've ever had in my life. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm really teaching you how to do the move, bro. Like, <laughs> A right, lot of people right. just like grab the wrist, turn, da, 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 da. but I'm like, I'll like see where they're lacking. I'm like, do it on me, like more, more. Okay, okay, fix this. And then like, because you need to feel, yeah, like, yeah, 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 you need yeah. to feel where they're breaking the arm, bro. Like if it's not going to work, then like, sure. okay, let me make it better. Oh, okay. See how if you pull me and they'll rag, like <laughs> uh, the Russian dude, he's like, oh, you like that? Uh, you like that first class? Eh? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, you're beating up a lot of people. Eh? <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm actually getting beat up a lot. 
if you look if you look at that class, I'm like the rag doll mm-hmm. for my partners. I'm like, I'll even tell them they're like, you want to do me? I'm like, no, I'm just your t- crash test dummy for this whole class. Right. Because like for you, I'm treating mm-hmm. this like mm-hmm. a private class, you know? This is how I'm gonna teach it at Scarborough Soldier Club. It's like I genuinely want you to get better. Mm-hmm. And like you could feel that, that authenticity. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Yeah. But then but then it's like if you don't like that, if you if you don't like that I have to make you do real things, why are you here? Mm-hmm. Like, this is real. You know what I mean? Where they're like, if, it, okay. I've seen, how am I going to phrase this without seeming like a dick, bro? <laughs> okay. Um, I've seen people rank up who <laughs> I'd be like, oh, you'd be killed. Right. <laughs> oh, you'd be killed. Mm-hmm. So why, why, why? The best person I have ever heard say this. And like, you're like, you're a jerk, bro. How are you going to say that? No, I'm going to say, I'm not, it's not even me. Faraz is a hobby. You're going you're gonna to tell Faraz is a hobby he's wrong? Go to Montreal right now. Tell him to his face he's wrong. He'll kill you. Right? So this guy, best line I've ever heard. You harm a student. I cut it up. in posted it before. You harm a student if you give them a belt they can't carry. It's better mm. to be a blue belt killing black belts than a black belt being killed by blue belts. Mm-hmm. Why? Because jujitsu is tested. People will come to your gym as a drop-in and they will test your whole crew. Right? So, yeah, that's like a... Which is true. Okay, yeah, that's interesting. It's it's like a right. there's like an audit kind of thing. It's like how well is it's, this? It is an audit. It's true. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's facts. But you you know people commercialization of the art. Ready? Mm-hmm. People are stopping the drop in. It's not even at like a bunch of mm. studios. Like I've I've messaged because I just want to feel what it's like. What is your jujitsu like? So I'll message these people like, oh, we don't do drop ins. Sorry. On, the only places that do drop ins, no, they'll kill you. Mm-hmm. Austin. 10th Planet, Austin, Texas, shouting, oh, dude, Gabe Tuttle, I'm going to cut this up and I tag you, Gabe Tuttle, because I did a drop-in at your place and you are super legit. Um, your move worked. I was, I'm like, I go to like different gyms to like see, like see what move I can use, right? And like from a practical perspective, I was rolling with this dude. I caught him in the move, Gabe Tuttle, you're amazing. I caught him in the move. And then I rolled it. You were teaching a Kimura trap where it's like um, you do a Kimura and then one thing, this is going to be jujitsu speaking, Vish, you're not going to understand what I'm saying. So one thing that a lot of people do is when they catch the Kimura from the bottom, they try and crank the arm. But what you said, Gabe, was you push the arm against their hip and then you bump. And then because you're so connected, they're going to roll. And I did that in class. And the dude looked at me and was like, how did you do that? And I was like, Tenth Planet Austin. Like I always give, I always give my teacher shoutouts. Like remember every time I choke like uh, people with uh, no, no. When I get people in the Americana from the side, I'm like, that's Carlos Newton right there. That's all he ever did, right? So like, yeah, shout out you. You have legit jujitsu. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyways, that's the little cut. Uh, so back to it. Um, so those gyms, I went to John Danher's class in Austin, Texas. La- allowed me to do drop-ins. I message all these places here. Hey, you guys do drop it, so we don't do that. And I'm like, oh, because you don't want audit. Well, then I guess like it, then it makes sense in the way that then you know, right? 
which one's allowing drop-ins, then it's it's skewing it yeah. smaller and smaller, so you know which ones are actually legit and not. Yeah, facts, 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 facts. And like, but that's what I that's what I aspire to. Mm-hmm. I aspire to allow any drop-in. Cool, bro. Sign the waiver, though. Just please don't kill me. Like, I know we do, like, weapons in Scarborough Soldier Spot, so we're not going to do any weapons drop-ins, mm-hmm. but, like, we'll do jujitsu drop-ins or, like, right. off the street. Like, you want to test this style? Sure, let's do it. Like, the Gracie Challenge kind of mm-hmm. thing. I don't know if I do that. That's pretty goddamn violent. Depends on the person. Maybe if it was, like, a really jacked gangbanger. I was at Wob's party, and there was this jacked... He watched us do this rolling session skinny filipino kids doing rolling <laughs> and there was a giant jacked trucker and then everyone was like they watched me go and they're like yo you're next bro you gotta go against him and i was like let's do it i was like all right man i'm down and the guy was like no no i don't do that i don't do that rolling stuff and i was like all right cool but like like that's what i want right or it's like if you are so if you're like tatted to the gills bro and you're jacked like, let me see if it's verifiable. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Please don't make me go to the dentist. I'm afraid of the dentist. <laughs> like, that's that's also how you have to approach it, too. If, like, that's also right. disarming for, like, an OG. Like, I learned this in high school. If an OG dude comes in, if you beat him to the punch, this is from Blink-182, if you beat them to the punch for the joke, then they got nothing. So I was, like, bigger in high school, and this one dude, this, like, they called him Oak Tree, really big jacked black dude and he was like he was like yo you fat eh you fat eh and i was like oh damn this guy's all right i was like yeah man i like to order pizzas sometimes put the burger inside the pizza roll that up into a giant taco and start eating that it's pretty good and he was like so you yeah you yeah you are fat <laughs> I was like what are you yeah, gonna say yeah, i'm yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah i beat you to it bro like yeah. oh, what was that was that gonna be a joke i right. already beat you right you know so like I think with humor, you can beat somebody to it. So, like, if an OG giant dude came in, he's like, you all test this place. You're the instructor. You're so small. And I'm like, all right, sign this waiver. We can do it. But please don't break my teeth because dentist bills are very expensive and I'm afraid of needles. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, what the, what? And then that automatically disarms him. All right, let's roll. And then when I roll, it's like, it's going to be gentle. You know? Sure. We've been here before. We, yeah, we yeah, trained yeah. with the Russian dude. That guy's really trying... His Russian dude, oh my God. But the, I trust the Russian dude. He caught me in an arm. We've been training so much. I knew if I let go of this arm, I'm going to be, it's going to be broken. Mm-hmm. Right. He was cranking to the gills. And I was like, oh, snap. And I was like, well, my only option is to try and pull out the arm and like grab his leg and turn. Right. But the instructor was watching and he was like on his freaking knee. He was like, oh. You know, and as soon as he saw me let go to pull my arm out, the Russian dude hyper extended my arm, but he didn't go to break it. And the instructor would stop, 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 stop. And then, like, the dude stopped. And then I, like, looked at the instructor and I laughed. And I looked at the Russian dude. I'm like, yeah, all good. Because we both need, like, I trust you enough. You're not going to break my arm, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, like, it looks really freaky. Like, right, right, that's right. one. Yeah, 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 if you yeah. want to, you're taking that home. You know what I mean? But I know you're not going to take that home. We know we both know. Mm-hmm. Still hurt though. Like I'm still hurting from the hyperextension. But anyways, like nobody from the street's gonna be that good. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, right? Yeah. You you can't you can't accidentally get somebody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If we're boxing, oh dude, no no no, we're not boxing. 
you can get an accidental punch in and I'm KO'd. Sure. But there's no accidental submission in jiu-jitsu. Like you have to know the setup. Mm -hmm. And if you know the setup, if I start rolling with you and like you're a jack dude, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You train? And he'd be like, yeah, yeah, I train in this place. I'm like, you only train here too. Free membership. Boom. You just disarm that dude. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Doesn't that make sense? Mm -hmm. It's like, as soon as, if I start seeing him set up an arm bar, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're not a normal person. Right. And then we have a conversation about it. Yeah. And then I offer him free training. And he'll be like, why do you want free training? I'm like, no, I'll learn from you, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, you're who I want to train with. Made a friend. Authentically made a friend. (laughs) Because I'm genuinely like, I need you to kill me, bro. Right. So I get better. (laughs) Makes sense. All right. Anyways. Thank you. All right. It does make sense, right? It's not because like when Tara like during COVID, she's like, start a gym, start a gym. Like, no, it doesn't make sense yet. But Mm -hmm. this is all making sense. It's like, actually, I can see how this would work. You know? Yeah. Or else, like if I started a gym without a job back in COVID times, it's like, now I'll be begging people, please pay this membership. Mm -hmm. I need to raise my prices. I, but you're right. But if you can do it in a way that's like I can subsidize it with my own money, just train here because I want you to kill me. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Anything else? Any caveats you're like? No, I think it sounds good. Yeah. Cool. All right. Awesome. Uh, what are we at? <laughs> that was the longest. That was one hour. <laughs> All right, perfect, perfect. We still have time, we still have time. Okay, cool. So tell me about Rebel Moon. Yeah. Uh, it's like like kind of like all of his movies in it, but I can see why the reviews or the ratings were a bit on the lower side. Is it bad? Is it bad? It's not that it's uh, bad. Is, uh, Zack it's, Snyder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that it's bad. Okay, it's right. that um, like, like how we needed the Zack Snyder's cut. We need a Zack Snyder's cut. Rebel Moon cut? Yeah. Oh no. Just cause like it's one of those. It just cause I don't know. I guess Netflix really pushed for a PG thirteen, but I think that the actual probably part one is like film probably more than three hours, right? Oh like, my god. The movies what? the movies like two hours something, but the like his actual cut, his director's cut with making it radar rated R. If you can get all that done and give it, then it would be because you you. Basically, it's like a village, and it's kind of like a. It's it reminds me of all of his movies, right? It's it's also like Batman okay. going around trying to get everybody, recruit everybody, or recruit a warrior class of people oh, like to sleep. protect the village. Yeah, to protect this uh, village. So I liked like the beginning aspects. I liked the story of the main character, but that's the only one that they could really have time to explain because he's the main character but like when they go to another planet and they get this other guy or this other person this other uh lady it's like we don't know who like i feel like there's parts of the story that's missing because of the time that they wanted Mm. that if there was if i can get extra 10 minutes for this character then i'll know this guy's backstory i don't know the backstories of all the characters but it's also in it's also in two parts right okay Oh, that's interesting. It's like um, the like how the Snyder cut. When you first watch that movie, you're like, "Oh, it's kind of weird." But then when you watch like the the like the the multi episode part, it actually yeah fleshes out. Mm-hmm. 
it makes more sense. Makes more sense, yeah. yeah, yeah. Totally. And I think that's what's oh, interesting. That's what's like. I think mm-hmm. that they were. My, I, I hear that they might be releasing a a longer version and a rated R version, which I think they should just done it in oh, the first cool. place. So if if mm-hmm. that does happen, I would watch that. Right, that will give you more okay, backstory yeah. to the other characters that that she uh, gets to join onto their team. Right, so um, is, is it real? Is it real? Oh wait, no, no, sorry, ah, sorry. <laughs> my my brain is uh, <laughs> my brain's like one step in the last thing and then one in this. Uh, is is it uh, is it real? The rating the um, oh like, the, you know the current like, rating that's out right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say it's three out of ten. There is something there, okay. but if if there's a way to wait for, or if we get official news that there's a rated R version and a full like director's cut coming out soon, I'd watch that. I'll wait for that. Okay. Because do you think it's a marketing play? I th- yeah, because it's 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 a, it's a viewpoint. Yeah. It's a you're gonna get views for this. Then they're gonna yeah. release a director's cut. Then you get views for that. So yes. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, because I noticed that that's becoming a thing. They're talking about the, uh, the oh, what was that one where Jared Leto played Joker? Suicide Squad? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that they're like, this will be released soon, the director's cut of this version of the movie, because people are like, oh, it's a terrible movie. So I'm like, why is everybody talking about the director's cut? All because Zack Snyder made that uh, director's cut version, like yeah, how yeah, the yeah. fans made it happen. And like now it's... It's like seems like a thing that everyone yeah. wants to do. Like it's yeah. it's 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 an any other Zack Snyder movie. It's just to flesh out some of the characters because you really it's like who's why all of a sudden this person is there. How did we get to the spot? Right? I don't that that's missing. Oh, okay. But I'm just accepting yeah, yeah, yeah. it as like I understand they're looking to hire other people or make their join their cause, but we don't know anything about their okay. backstory, right? Oh, interesting. Okay, so it's. But is but okay. But is it like Dune though? Remember how Dune we were like, what's going on? But it felt like a world. Uh, Do, you know what I mean? It yeah, was like, yeah. It's like you didn't know their backstory, but it was like, oh, that just means that the world is so big. Was it like that, or was uh, it like, maybe? But because it's a new, because it's like a new. Uh, for me, it's just like this whole world is new, right? So I don't know how big this right, world right. is or could be. I feel like there could be because it did go to different planets. But we didn't really explore the planets. We went to, we would just cut to the, oh, like there was one scene, it was like they go to this place and okay, this guy joins their team like by doing this riding, if he can ride this Pegasus creature, right? But we don't know anything about who this person is. Like what's his back, why is, yeah. he, why is he amazing? And then we, from there we cut to another location where they're just in an elevator and there's this lady there. I was like, but who, Who's this lady? Who's the ba- what's the backstory of this? Yeah, yeah. Right? We just see her fight and then she joins their cause. But like Oh, I see what you're saying. I don't know who yeah, she yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, like yeah. It, it's like it's like a Batman showed up, you'd be like, What? Why is it gonna cape? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. It's like even yeah, I think if you remember like Batman v Superman, we liked it because we know the character's background. But a lot of people didn't like it because there was those kinds of cuts. Where it's like when you watch the extended version, oh, they explained yes. why this happened or why the, you know what I mean. Like there was, oh, so it's like a movie for the fans kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like you no, know, I, I know exactly what you mean because we liked the Batman vs Superman. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's a good movie, but yeah, a lot of people didn't. 
but I guess that is a good point where you said where it's like it didn't really bridge the gap, so you're confused. Yeah. If like if you're just like a novice watcher. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that because this is all what, new new characters, we don't. This is a whole new world, right? Uh, yeah, all I'm yeah, doing, yeah. all I from my mind, I'm watching it. I I like Zack Snyder. I just like the art style, but like I'm accepting these things because I know that there is a Zack Snyder's cut. <laughs> like, there's got to be explaining some of these mm. characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Do is it like, is it actually like a quality though? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Like. Okay. Okay, cool. Because I haven't watched it. I was I was going to watch it, but I was like, uh, do I really want to kill this time? Because a lot of people said it wasn't that good. I'd say like, because uh, I keep hearing that I think they're going to be releasing Zack Snyder, like the longer version of it and Rated R version. Because some of these scenes uh, where there's like, because it's PG-13, it's like, oh, there would have been a blood splatter here. Like I can remember like 300, how oh, that yeah, was like. Yeah, yeah. So like, I see oh, that would be, I see how there was filmed and there's like blood missing. It's like, it would be cool to see that. As a radar yeah, version, yeah, yeah. So you're saying wait for? I would say wait. Yeah, I think I think maybe they oh, might do okay. something like that because part two is like in April they're releasing. So. Oh, oh, okay, cool. So, so if like if they have to, wait. I thought it was yeah. gonna be like a year. So if and maybe in between, like unless there's more official news that comes out, but like if they do release a radar version. So what what is Rebel Moon is like fully just a whole new story that he came up with, or is it source material like you can? Check no, out? I think it's 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 his own stuff. He wanted to do what I heard was he wanted to do Star Wars, and Star Wars said no. So then this is like you can oh. see Star Wars elements in here. You can see like yeah, yeah. Uh, the way that the bad guys they look like uh, what do you call uh, I don't know whatever like the stormtrooper not stormtroopers but they were like that. Darth Vader side team like you know they had like all the yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah the, ar army gear type of thing like the way like the black suits and stuff or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. so like yeah. They, they you know who's a bad the guy generals. yeah generals they're wearing like what looks like Nazi style kind of yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. gear oh wow so he really just like ripped them off <laughs> he was like oh, yeah. you're not gonna let me do Star Wars <laughs> I'm gonna do this yeah yeah hmm. interesting okay cool all right then I just I'll save myself the time. But hopefully see, it yeah. does come out soon. Because because people are asking, or I feel like that's going to happen. I think the release. Yeah, a radar R version. Because okay. it was shot like that. There was like there would have been blood here for these shots to make more sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, that's cool. It's fully. Uh, was it bought by Netflix or was it funded by Netflix too? I think that'll say a lot about. Yeah, I, I think it's funded by Netflix, right? Just okay, yeah, because oh, like, okay. Disney's not allowing you to do Star Wars, you can bring that over here. So. I really like how um because I'm looking for something like every year for New Year's, um, me and Tara go to the theaters, right? And there's just nothing out. And I'm like, I do like how these streaming services are releasing good stuff that we can like, you know, check out instead of going to theaters. But I heard Napoleon didn't do well, though. I yeah, I heard. I saw that. Didn't theaters. do well. There's a Ferrari you movie. It? No, I didn't see it. Uh, I saw. The, looked at the reviews. Awesome. Trying to find something to watch yesterday. Yeah, which I know. Ended up being Rebel Moon, but yeah. Um, Ferrari movies coming out. That's what uh, on Christmas Day, I think. Oh, that's cool. But is that uh, Tara won't want to watch that? It's gonna be boring <laughs> for her. But like, is it like Ford versus Ferrari kind of thing? Like, uh, I, I didn't. I think it's. It. I'll show you the trailer. But I think it's like they were running out of money, then they had to like 
you know, you got to make sure oh, you win just, these like races. Yeah. Something that's to cool. do with that. Yeah. I do like those movies though. Like shoe dog was pretty cool. The Nike one. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 You know, um, yeah. Did you watch that? You did, right? Is it called shoe dog? The, I think that was the name of the book. I'm pretty sure it was called shoe dog. You're talking about the Nike one with Matt Damon. Uh, yeah. And Ben Affleck was in it. Yeah. I think, was it not called Chew Dog? No. The book was called Chew Dog, though. I think it was like oh. something about Into the Air. I don't remember. Something like that. I don't. Oh, okay. Yeah, because they sourced it off of that guy's. Or Air. It was just called oh, Air, right? I don't, I don't remember now. Oh, I guess. I guess. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. The The reason why I'm, I mentioned Chew Dog is Ben Affleck's character in mm. real life wrote a book called Chew Dog, and I think they sourced that right. book to make this movie. Because, like, in the marketing circles, like, as a marketer, mm-hmm. like, people talk about that book as, like, this is a top. I should read that, actually. Uh, yeah, they talk about it as being a top book marketing. Yeah. Um, anything else about Rebel Moon? I enjoyed it, I'd say. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, you, you told me to wait. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, like, I, all right, cool. Yeah. I just, I mean, there were, I, I would say I'm a sucker for sci-fi, so there's not too many out there. Mm-hmm. That's new. So. But also, you just love, you, like, love I love movies, but you love movies. You know what I mean? Like, I would say Wob loves movies, but his movies are just like too weird. Some some of the stuff is like he'll post and I'll be like, "Is this a good movie?" And he's like, "Yeah, it was great." I'm like, "I watch it." I'm like, "This is a weird movie, bro." Right? You're kind of on that level too, but like one step removed. And when you uh, what was that movie you sent us? And I was like, "This is a you movie, bro." Oh, Maestro. Uh, the, Bradley Cooper. Yeah. One? It's like, yeah, I was like, "What is this?" Like I saw some black and white scenes. I was like, now we're done here, bro. I need like commercialization. <laughs> it's too weird. But wait, what is that one coming uh, on theaters or? Oh, it's on Netflix. Oh, okay. Netflix made. Okay. So just another one I won't watch. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's amazing. Like if you tell me it's like. Super, yeah, I'll, super I'll end up watching it soon. I don't know yet. When. Okay. Yeah. Did they all just come out like at this time? Like, yeah, that's what I was. Watching? There were some, some of these guys that I watch on TikTok. They're like movie reviewers. Like. It was like 10 movies that came out oh. just before the end of the oh, year, just oh, now. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Nice. Yeah. Um, do you think movie theaters? Be- I know we talked about this before, but I'm like, I wonder if movie theaters will die. Just the choices, you know? Mm. No, first, I, I, I don't, no, I don't think so. I'm kind of like, no, it won't. Okay. Because that won't. came up again, actually. Like, okay. Why? Cool. It came up again? Because oh, Tara, uh, Tara was like, when we were looking for a movie, she's like, are these things just going to die? You know? Cause no, no, like, no. I, it's just... It's like, just we could easily just watch Netflix. It's just the writer strike and mm-hmm. um, uh, and the actor strike, right? So that's what reduces... Because it pushed a lot of the movies because they're like, nobody can do real promotions, yeah. right? For it, so... Right, 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 right. Facts, that's true. Do you hear about this Willy Wonka movie? Uh, yeah, but I don't know anything about it, though kind of interested like their guy's an actor yeah um, i didn't know that it was him okay. in uh interstellar yeah. as the kid what what yeah no the brother who like when they were driving when he was a, when they were kids right when um matthew mcconaughey was driving that truck through the field he had a son and a daughter yeah, yeah it was the son it was him Oh, bro. Wow. That's cool. 
Yeah. That's the, you know, what's really weird about that too. Um, we went back and watched, um, the devil is Prada. Mm-hmm. We couldn't finish it though. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> this goes to cultural programming. Like this person in devil wears Prada and Hathaway's character. She like is so obsessed with her job to like a toxic point and i'm like i would never be like that so we just shut it off like he was like why am i watching this person's like ridiculous struggle you know it's mm-hmm. like just don't answer your phone bro anyways so um and hathaway in that movie um emily blunt was also in that movie and i was like whoa exactly okay. you're like yeah. wait what yeah <laughs> but like it's weird to see go back and you're like oh these people are rising stars like all these stars that you see now like emily blunt if i said emily blunt you're like oh yeah she's done a lot of good movies she's like with tom cruise in that uh time movie she's also in uh sicario Mm -hmm. yeah sicario she's really good and you're just like wow she's such a great actress and same with like anne hathaway you think about like office space right with uh jared leto and like you go back and you was office workspace i don't know i didn't i don't think i watched that one Oh, is Apple one is really good. Well, anyway, so Anne Hathaway is really good now as an actress. But you go back and watch these movies, you're like, oh, they were just like regulars. You never knew the trajectory of people's careers, you know. Mm-hmm. And then they flourished into this thing, you know. It's like you see the star. It's like an iceberg, right? We see like the startup now, but like look at all the work that went into making sure. the top of the iceberg, yeah. right? Because like. Emily Blunt's character in uh, The Devil's Prada was like a B character. It wasn't even like, mm-hmm. a, she wasn't even like the main, so it was like, but right now, I would never expect her to take that role. And it's like, because she's done with, like, you know, she yeah, yeah, yeah. leveled up. Yeah, yeah. Which is interesting. Even that guy, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, he was in like 30 Rock, or mm-hmm. Third yeah, Rock yeah, of the Sun. Yeah. Right? So, or Ryan Gosling, he was on Breaker High. You're like, oh, now you're a heartthrob. What happened? You know? <laughs> okay. So it's like to see the trajectories. Yeah, like, yeah, pretty yeah. Great. I said that because I, we watched uh, Barbie. Oh, yeah. I watched Barbie. Oh, yeah. you, you know what? Oh, oh, you finally watched uh, it? Yeah, I watched it last weekend. Yeah. Oh, sweet. So did Tara. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, you, you hadn't watched it before? No, no, no. Okay. This will be a new time. All right. I wasn't going to talk about this topic, but all right, I was talking about Barbie. Let me just say before we, before you give your opinion. Okay, so when I came home and watched Barbie with was it your brother and my sister, yeah, Tara's like, oh, what do you think of Barbie? I was like, it's a trash movie. She's like, oh, oh, you don't like women? Oh, <laughs> you hate women? Oh, okay. And I was like, geez, bro, like, like, it's just a bad movie, right? So she's like, oh, Barbie's on. Let's watch Barbie. Everyone's talking about Barbie. Put it on. She's like, wow, this movie sucks. <laughs> I told you, bro. I'm like, oh, now you hate women. It's like, no, it's just, it, she's like, she's like, the storyline just, it's not coherent. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I told you. I don't hate women. I was just like, what is this movie? Mm-hmm. Right. Unless you have a totally different opinion. Go ahead. I, I think I was actually not that bad. Wow. This guy loved the movie. <laughs> you love, you, this guy loved the movie. Eh? You love the movie. No, I didn't say I loved it. Wow, it, it, loved it, it, it was good. It was good. I didn't think it was as bad as what right, you guys were saying. <laughs> when the car flipped and he was like spinning yeah yeah I, but it? yeah but this is a whole made-up world right i'm not accepting this as like a 
like oh, like that. What? Yeah, like crossing right. in from Barbie Land to oh, right. real world. Like all right, this. ally. All right, ally. You love women. All right, I get it. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Deal no, with no. The I, I, I like yeah. the message. I think the message was good. No, I I like the no, I like the message yeah. too. But you can like you can objectively like this is not a good movie. Like, are you gonna be rewatching? No, no, no. You know, right here. Let's go back to the last podcast. Wednesday and Stranger Things. Yeah, it was hype, but will it last the test of time? Mm-hmm. I don't think Barbie will last the test of time. It's not that good. Like, I, I totally get it. Yes, I'm, I'm like pro woman. Sure. Yeah, you know, yeah. A lot of the points they raised, but objectively, it wasn't a good movie. Mm-hmm. And then one, one thing Tara was saying is like, maybe it caught fire because people aren't having these conversations. But because we're having these conversations already, it's like, yeah, duh. Like, when I watched it, I was like, okay. Like, I've heard all these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what she said? You know what she said? And I was like, this is, the, this is the exact point that we all brought up. So she's like, so, the, I'm sorry I'm outing you. I'm sorry I'm outing you. <laughs> On your opinion, uh, to Tara. Oh. Uh, so, <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll say that but, uh, even Thivia, she didn't, she didn't like it by it like that. So, she didn't okay. like it. So okay, I'll, cool. I'll go. <laughs> there you go. All right. Thank you. So women don't even like it. <laughs> It's like, all right, uh, he, here's, here's the thing she said, though. And I was like, this is exactly true. And this is why I also found it ridiculous. They used toxicity to out-toxicity the males. Mm-hmm. So their solution was to be negative back to the males. Mm-hmm. And I was like, exactly. There's no, like, middle ground here. It's not like, oh, yeah, that was a problem. We should fix that. It, Trevor Noah. It's not like, it, like, we... <laughs> You're just like repeating the cycle. Like an eye for an eye will make the whole world go blind. Yes, that did happen. Let's fix it. You know? And that's what the movie is kind of, kind of trying to tell you. Like, let's push down the patriarchy in favor of the matriarchy. And then it's like, okay, cool. But then what happens if we go too much in the matriarchy zone? Yeah, that's, why, we'll that's why I liked patriarchy it. Patriarchy time. Yeah. You know, that's that's why it was showing the two worlds. That's why I liked it. What do you mean? That we need a middle oh, ground. Oh, that they're most flawed? Yeah. No, but they didn't say... All right. Okay, yeah. All right. That's like a meta high level But that's, thing, that's but what I got. That's, that movie. that's what I got. That that movie. Movie. <laughs> yeah, but nobody's going to be... Nobody's going to be thinking about it on that level. No, that's like you and I being like, oh, society's... So that's really what I'm dumb. saying. Like, well, that's why well, I like... But that's Yeah, yeah. But this is subjective. So this is what I liked from the movie. This is what I got from the movie. Okay. Okay. Okay, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I will agree with you, but it's like, I feel like, it's like, it's like you can learn as much from a bad teacher as a good one. It wasn't a good teacher, it was a bad teacher, but you learned something from it. Yeah, the student but was better than like the teacher, are, you can say that, sure. Exactly, totally. But, but I don't think there are many students out there. I think there are mostly people who are just watching and be like, I hate men now. You're like, all right, <laughs> that's not gonna solve this problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we just hit the <laughs> hit the wall. They're like, yeah, yeah, that's true. You're right. Yeah. I think I think but I like the I, message I get, by the end of it too, because she was still finding herself. But who? Yeah, but who's really watching it on that level? I was. You know, <laughs> you were. <laughs> 
but I think the reason why it was popular is not because I think it's yeah, that because doesn't it was a that, yeah opinion. that's fine that's fine that's a different that's a that's not my issue that this is a movie I watched yeah. and I got my experience this was my experience with the movie fair fair point <laughs> yeah okay yeah all right you know what this is this is plastic straws. This is, this is, let's solve this problem with paper straws. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. It's melting yeah. and it's really bad for us. Let's bring back the, paper, the plastic straw. So like you're watching it being like, oh, that's a dumb move. Mm -hmm. Whereas they're watching it like paper straws. Yeah. Yeah. Like when Oops. I was watching, yeah, exactly. When I'm watching, plastic. I was like, I see a world that's all run by matriarchy or patriarchy. They're yeah. both wrong. That's the point. <laughs> No, that's, no that's, a, that's a very high-level, accurate view. Now, go to a person and be like, you realize that the matriarchy was wrong in that movie, right? They're going to be like, you're, you're the problem. No, but, the, yeah, but like, what happened at the end of it wasn't, um, it, it was like allowing them to come in and, and you know, like, that's what's happening in this world, which is women's rights, right? They were able to now vote. They can work. That's what was happening in the other world, too. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, facts the facts, point facts, was they were America also no no but they were saying that the point was that they were also saying that the whole matriarchy was wrong because then if it was matriarchy was correct then there would be no guys going into those positions in the barbie world high level okay yeah this is like super high level yeah no i <laughs> totally I, I get what you're saying yes i get i get the meld of the two but like i get what you're saying <laughs> But I don't think that's how people took it. I think they're literally thinking of this like paper straws I, and plastic yeah, straws. Yeah, okay. How you take it, again, that's the personal individual experience and how you view the world, right? So, yeah. of course, people will take it differently. And this is why we're a herd species, bro. We need <laughs> like the one percenters to tell us what to do. Just take my money, enslave me with debt, and just tell me who to vote for. Right. Like, and then, I think, I don't know if people got that message at the end when she goes to the OBJYN, right? What, what was that? I trying didn't get that. I was oh, like, so what I think I felt what they were trying to say is because that whole world in the matriarchy, you got to be a doctor, this, 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 this thing. But then the whole message wasn't there till the end, which was like, it's okay to be a mom too. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see that point. Okay. All right. Explain this one to me. How come it took America Ferreira's bashing of the patriarchy to wake up all the women? So it's like you need to fight fire with fire. Sure, yeah. And then, no, but and then by the end you realize that we're one. I I don't know. Like how 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 would you reconcile that um... from the way you watched it? Like, why was it so... I was like, this is so brash, bro. Like, I get it. Yes, I get what you're saying. Yes, totally cool. But, like, why being so negative about it? Mm -hmm. We don't need to be so angry. Right. You know? Or maybe she represent. Wow, this is so meta. Maybe she <laughs> represented <laughs> the uber-feminist movement. Right. And the patriarchy's battling back of the uber-feminist movement needs to wake up the patriarchy. And then by the end, they found balance because both of them were in the wrong. Yeah. And they need one another to survive. Yeah, we need both to exist or coexist. We need, we need, so what you're saying is we need males and females in this world. Yeah. Is that what you're saying, Bish? Yeah. That's what I got from the movie. That's not very inclusive, Bish. <laughs> 
<laughs> just saying. Just saying. We got a multi-level chess game we're playing here, bro. You get what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? Sure. Trevor yeah, Noah. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Let's. All right. Let's, what time are we at? One hour 30. <laughs> Damn. All right. Uh, all right. Two, okay. We'll burn these really, really quick. Because uh, I kept bringing up Trevor Noah. Actually, wait. Hold on. Because I brought the plastic straw. I finished the book, Countdown. Um, basically, we're screwed. And I was like, Tara was like, these kinds of books are like negative because they, because they don't give you, they just paint the world in such a bad way. So the reason why our like fertility is dying and she like highlights it. And it's so true is like the way we've built up our lives. It's just like climate change. We've over relied on these chemicals and they're now disturbing our natural way of things. Mm -hmm. So one of the interesting thing, uh, one of the interesting things was, um, uh, you have a lower sperm count if you have low testosterone. So they invented TRT. The problem is TRT makes you infertile. So it's like, that's a, that's a weird loop. Mm -hmm. You know, you, the solution is also attacking you. But what she said at the end of the book, the message was that, uh, well, one, the body, the body will bounce back. So that's good. And two, um, the the chemical industry needs to create their own version of the doctor's oath, which is like, do no harm. So it's like really it's the paper plastic straw thing, right? Like it's like you're moving so quickly to this conclusion that you don't realize the ramifications of that conclusion until you reverse it later. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, just thought that was interesting. Uh, next thing, Trevor Noah. So, what do you think of the the stand-up bit? It was good. Made me laugh quite a bit. What do you think? I think I think like more like the... as genius as I thought it was genius, or uh, uh, maybe not as like that. I don't think. I don't think like you. <laughs> oh okay. Oh man, I was watching. I was like, oh, you're saying everything that I'm seeing mm -hmm. in this world. I don't yeah, really I, work around white people, me. right? So. <laughs> Uh, this guy, this guy just fully outed my seat. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're right. No facts. Um, it's funny. I was like, I saw my coworker or, like, watch gosh, this. Watch. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> That's the same thing though. Um, but yeah, that was a very accurate. I was like, I told my coworker, I was like, you gotta watch this. It's so funny. And then they're like, oh, okay, I'll put it on while work. I'm like, no, no, treat this as professional development time. <laughs> Block off an hour in your calendar, watch this thing. And then they did it and they were like, thank you for making me watch that. That was so true. And I'm like, yes. Like, if you haven't seen Trevor Noah's um, stand up bit, it's a genius. And I think the one thing that really hit me was the Christopher Columbus joke, mm -hmm. where like we shouldn't give away punchlines, but I'll do it anyways. Um, where he was saying that like you could fail upwards. Like this guy got a holiday for getting everything wrong, and that's the power of being white. And I was like, e, that's true though. I've seen that like multiple times. And then he was saying like, imagine if a person of color swapped that, like did what he did, they would just be like, oh my bad, I'm sorry. Like I won't do that again. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Whereas like like white males will like double down on it and i've seen that i was like oh you're right trevor noah thank you for pointing this out mm -hmm. 
But what was weird, what was interesting, I think, about comedy is if you could make people laugh about it, it's like easier. It's like sugar with the medicine. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. Because like there were a lot of white people in that audience. I was about to say, I I was going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. His, but his audience isn't black. His audience is white. White. Yeah. And I think that's the genius of it. That's why I love the stand-up special because like you're, you're educating them to their face. Mm Mm-hmm you're making them laugh about it and you even pointed out if you watch the special like the final joke where they all you yeah, know, yeah, yeah yeah joined yeah. in it's like exactly like what he's saying is true like it's self like i proved it to you <laughs> yeah, yeah you know what i mean and that's i think that's what made the special so powerful for me which is like like everything he's saying isn't coming from hate it's literally what's going on mm-hmm. but he delivered it so skillfully that we all laughed and like now we can think about it better you know yeah 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 um yeah okay all right last any other things about trevor Noah or like the but i feel like that audience would have generally agreed with him in that sense just i feel like his audience is more outside like democratic leaning but what he's talking about are more republican leaning white people fair but then why they all join in at the end, though? No, no, no. Uh, I think the Sweet Carolina seems like... That's like a general thing. But I'm like talking about, like, the Columbus... Oh, the fighting for Columbus or day. I feel like this is a Republican thing. True. Yeah, yeah, fair. Fair, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, the, yeah. It's more of, um, like, a conservative Republican mm-hmm. kind of approach. Uh, like, the people... Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree with you. But it's... Like, you know what's funny, too, though, about what he said about, like, the all gender bathroom remember he's like oh yeah 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 are you gonna check like, <laughs> yeah that's check? true that's true and it, right <laughs> and i was like and it, he's like if you're gonna check you're the weirdo yeah you know and i'm like yeah that's true bro like mm-hmm. i i had this conversation with somebody actually recently and we were trying to be like like because pronouns are a big thing in like diversity spaces right and i'm like whatever you want to do whatever you want to do is cool with me it makes you happy go do it mm-hmm. right and i'm like that's how i kind of look at it it's like i don't know what it's like to be you so i'm just gonna let you do you sure like i think we said this before which is like um true acceptance is indifference mm-hmm. i don't care what you do just like don't impede me i won't impede you yeah right like it gets weird like with those cases in um oh it's interesting where he, how he said it was like manufactured by like the like the bigger issues are being hidden by this like gender issue and i'm like yeah that's true why are we arguing about gender like look at the freaking inflation bro come on what are we doing yeah, yeah, yeah. but um what, what i thought was interesting was how he said it was the few and the far between so it would be an issue for me too if like if there were like little girls and there was a giant grown man being like i'm a girl too so i'm gonna go in the bathroom it's like all right maybe something's wrong here like, that's a little weird, mm-hmm. you know. But that's the few and the far between. I think most people are just like, I just identify as a woman. Like, all right, cool. That's cool for you, you know. And but you know, going back to like cultures, Filipino people and like Asian people, th- ties right. They have lady boys. Like that was a term. Mm-hmm. It's not weird. Like I've seen so many gay. Pe- I've seen so many cross dressers dress uh, cross dressers growing up. When you go to the Philippines, you're just like, all right, right. It's just like weird for the Western psyche now. Sure. And, yeah. yeah. So, it's, yeah. All right. So, like, yeah, he, I think he was saying, there's always some thing to fight about, right? Like the whole, like yeah. past times, like the gay rights stuff or other, 
you know, even before that, it's like, oh, black people can't use the same washroom. <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And that is some that is some like ignorant thinking that I think will evolve out of because of the internet. Because mm-hmm. like you could now we could watch the special. You got Netflix, bro? Go watch this. You know, although, but we always go through the same fight, though. Like, what are you watching? Like, yeah, like when uh, there was colored washrooms, white washrooms, right? Then people yeah. are using the same washrooms. There was still the same fight until oh, yeah. it became normal. That's what's going on. Yeah, facts are facts. No, true, true, true. We're in the growing pains. Um, I think it's interesting, though, because like, you can only suggest that comedy special to certain people. That's what I was like to my coworker. I'm like, go watch this. But like, there's other people... Like, I gauge it from what they send. So they're like, (laughs) there's one person who's like, oh my God, I saw the funniest stand-up bit. And I was like, ooh, okay, Dave Chappelle, what are you talking about here, Kevin Hart? (laughs) And then they were like, I forgot who the comedian's name was. And I was like, okay, I'll write that in. So I put it in. It was a white comedian, and his whole shtick was making funny-sounding songs. I was like, this isn't good stand-up, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, what are you watching? You know what I mean? And it's like, it's not for everyone. Like, how much truth are you willing to absorb? Because that stand-up special can be very triggering to a lot of people. Not like triggering and like, you know, like the way it's being used, but yeah, like yeah, yeah. triggering in terms of like hurting my own ego. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, oh, you're speaking about me. Ooh, you know? Right. Yeah. But that's the genius of like truthful comedy. I watched uh, Chris Rock again too because I watched like the mm-hmm. Chris Rock and uh, do you see that Headliners is like a documentary. Of no, I, I didn't. Uh, them too. Oh, that's oh, a good one. Okay. Uh, it's um, it's Chris Rock and is it Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and uh, they did like a co-headlining tour, and um, it's, it's just a documentary. There's no real stand-up in it, but it talks about like the come up of the two, and it was like really cool to see the behind the mm-hmm. scenes. Um. So then I went and watched Chris Rock's stand-up after, and I was like, he was saying truthful things, but again, it's like, how much truth are you willing to listen to? Mm-hmm. You know, before you're just like, I can't hear it anymore, but it's like, but it's real though. Right. But, you know, we want like comfort. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Uh, okay, last thing, because uh, we're pretty, <laughs> pretty over time. Um, I'm, I'm staying in, uh... <laughs> actually, I have a funny, funnier story lead into this so i was supposed to go to um uh port union because tara's in bc and i was gonna go to port union on like thursday there's sleep over thursday night thursday friday and like till she returns okay so but then i had gotten like a tattoo touch up so i was like okay i'll just sleep in it's like late already i'll just sleep in um here and then I've been reading way too. Ethine is at the spa already. She's in <laughs> okay. And um, so it was just me. And then I, I like, I've been watching and reading too many alien things. <laughs> okay. I woke up at like one forty-five in the morning, <laughs> and I was like, I just go back to sleep, bro. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I couldn't go back to sleep. I just got up and went straight to Port Union. I walk in. My <laughs> sister's like, it's <laughs> crazy. I couldn't sleep. And then I was like, and, and I had work the next morning too. I was like great bro i'm just gonna go to work <laughs> who cares and then um and then my sister i walk in at like 2 45 or something mm-hmm. and then my sister's like oh i thought you were gonna come to you got scared i can't i can't right now it's too freaky but it's it's the level of truth right and like mm-hmm. 
my my I was telling I was like laughing about this with my coworker and she's like, Do I have to think about your mental health now? And I I started laughing. I was like, No, it's just what I like to I like to like jump into the truth. You know what I mean? Like even how scary the truth is, it's like, okay, but it's better to know mm-hmm. like for, at least for me, right? I commit to like knowing rather than like hiding away sure. from it. Because, yeah. like, my sister's like, you need to stop reading those alien books. Mm-hmm. You need to stop, like, watching those things. And I'm like, but then, but, like, what's really going on? Like, I want to know what's really going on. Even if it's freaky, like, I'd rather know. So the reason why I'm freaked out now is there's this new special that just dropped on American Alchemy. And the, it's a book I read about how, like, aliens are influencing religion, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, like, a lot of these spiritual encounters could just be an alien encounters. And demons could just be, like, one type of alien, and angel might be another type of alien. And, like, before, I spent so much time being, like, because I grew up Catholic, right? I was like, no, there's no such thing as the devil. There's no such thing as, like, angels, demons, right? And then, like, now with the alien thing, interdimensional beings, you're like, wait a minute, you're telling me that this might be true? And it's freaking me out now because I'm like, because I've always been afraid of ghosts, Mm -hmm. you know, because you grew up Catholic. And, like... Like, it's, it's like, uh, what, what do we call it? Like, the indoctrination of fear, right? That's how they keep you there. Like, you don't want to go to hell. Sure, right. And, like, yeah. But to find out it could be true is like, wait a minute. That's why I want to find out more. I'm like, how true is true, though, bro? Like, we need to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's not really the topic. The topic was that uh, Port Union is such a small village. Do you notice that? Like, every time, because I've been spending all this time back there, and I'm, like, whoa this place is tiny bro mm-hmm. like like not not tiny like it's obviously like like area wise it's not tiny but like mentally it's tiny sure yeah yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. do you okay you notice that I, too. I, I think it's more like people, once you once you've ex, you've expanded your your space of the world yeah like going back to something it seems smaller for sure for sure for sure but it what i'm thinking of is like middle america tiny so like i went to the local metro and i'm like oh you've been here for years bro mm-hmm. like people yeah, that yeah i yeah. see it's like sure oh you could live and die in port union bro you know what i mean like you can like you can you can like go to high school there or you can go to elementary high school you can skip out in college you can just work it you know, the local grocer, mm-hmm. stay there for the rest of your life. And I've, I'm not, I'm not saying this like a, like a, a hypothetical. I'm like watching people do it. Cause I'm like, I'm going back and I'm like, whoa, like you haven't left, you know? And then coming back with like new tattoos, different clothes. It's like, oh, you're kind of weird here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I could feel it when I go there. Do you, do you know something? Well, I, I guess I don't. I don't really go in the stores enough. I don't know anyone really. To yeah, try again. That's not really my experience. No, but like, but like, but like, um, like you haven't been to like the metro or whatever. No. Oh really? Oh okay. Never mind. Wow. <laughs> oh, this guy did not like. The only thing, only thing that I went to a few couple of weeks ago okay. before my brother left was to. Um, there used to be the eye shop there, like the glasses one, and then it's like a food thing now. Like oh, next yeah, to yeah. the bakery, there's a new one, or a relatively new one. I forgot what it was called. It what? Oh, no, it wasn't an eye shop. 
the uh the rouge rouge uh it's the rouge village juicer so you're talking about uh, the eye shop was the martial arts plaza no no did they have they had an i1 beside the the auto shop there no it was uh nails oh it was nails yeah yeah i thought that was i like, maybe it was eyes yeah. even before i don't know anyways oh, maybe yeah there was a video 99 before too yeah that uh, was yeah, yeah, yeah we used to rent videos <laughs> yeah yeah uh, but like you don't like okay yeah that's right. the only thing i went to which is that relatively new store for food oh okay so so you didn't um so you, okay that makes sense then i guess because i like worked there like i worked at the bakery and then like mm. It's the probably a different yeah, probably different for you yeah because you worked there because you would see yeah. people multiple times too yeah exactly i, I knew that i knew that like and it's like uh like hometown hometown hero stuff you know what i mean like yeah, you yeah, go yeah, back yeah. and like before it would be like oh you're the martial arts guy every time or like mm-hmm, before mm-hmm. that was like oh you're the bakery guy like you were known for like things if sure. you worked in these places right? right right so like i'm pretty sure right like that oh, makes you're sense the metro person yeah. you know and like that is like weird to me because i'm like the world is so much bigger it's so mind-blowing because it's like wait guys it's not all the ri-. like i used to think Right, I was afraid of the dentist because my dentist was in Port Union, right? And I hated it. And then it's like, oh, there's way better dentist shops around here. Mm-hmm. You know, like my one has like sleep dentistry. They're like the best in their field and like whatever, whatever. And you're like, oh, you wouldn't know about that if you didn't leave that area. But people literally right. just like stay in that area. Right. And you're like, no, there's a whole like innovation is happening, bro. Right. I think I think because I didn't really yeah. just I didn't go to only the places there, right? Like even my dentist wasn't near the house. True, was true, true, true. Yeah, near Fair, Fairview Mall. Fairview. So, yeah, so it was just drive to get there, right? So it's like, yeah, okay, okay. I yeah, that's true. That's true. I see your point. I see your point. It's like if you limit yourself. I think what what was really freaking me out was like the people that limit themselves to that area it was like mm-hmm. freaking me out because it's like. It feels so confining, but almost like maybe it's almost comforting too. I would say that too. Yeah, like, I think I think it's it depends right? on the person, right? People like that. If some people like that, oh, I can just it's walking distance from my house. So like, there's so many things I can just get done here. I don't have to go to the city. Maybe cities are too scary for you, right? Or it's like it's, you're not comfortable in that I, kind I of environment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Relax. But it's funny because like when when we used to live there, and I'd always go downtown. Not always, but like whenever I would go downtown, it freaked me out because I'd be like, "Oh my god, this is so big! Oh, people are so gross! Oh, they're spitting! Oh, I can't! I'm so happy <laughs> that I'm back in my like little right, village, right. you know, of like calm." Oh no, but I think then, like, I think I was the now, opposite. I, I think I like the city. Even still, I don't like the city. I, I much prefer North York, like where I live right now. It's like amazing. Where we used to both live, it's like amazing. But like, it's just there's just nothing going on there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, like, yeah, you'd only go for like certain events, but uh, I think that's probably why I like the city in that aspect. Because there's more. Because there's stuff, stuff stuff going on. Yeah, but like, I didn't know that this was like a thing. That's probably why I was so. Maybe that's what even fueled my like desire to like travel mm-hmm. so hard. Because I remember so many conversations of like, I can't wait till we get out of this place and we just <laughs> go see the world. Because I was like, I thought it was this. I was like, there's nothing going on here. Right, right, right. right. But imagine if I lived downtown. I'm like, no, there's so much going on, bro. Like, we don't need to go there. 
we could just stay here, you know? Yeah. I think, I think because I had the experience of even traveling too, right? I was able to see quite a bit with family. Yeah. Right? So it's like, I think my scale was bigger <laughs> already. I preferred being around yeah. things. Yeah, true. Yeah, I see your point. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the thing. You have to really build it in, like, build in young that it, there's a whole world beyond the world that you see. Because mm -hmm. you could just literally get stuck. And, and some people get stuck. Like, yeah, and for me, oh. it's, I like, uh, like, if I go somewhere new, I'm just, I like just exploring. But a lot of people don't like that. That's scary. Oh, yes. It's, no, people like to plan no, no, things true, true. out. Right, so that there's an itinerary, but for me, I, I'm just yeah, like, yeah. let me just go check out this. I'll but just walk over here. I'll walk over, like, yeah, yeah. No, no, facts, facts, facts. Actually, wait, no, wait, true. Yeah, I like a similar but slightly different one is um, I like to build a routine in that place. So, like, if I'm like traveling to a place, I like to figure out where my coffee shop is. Wake up before everyone go walk and like try and live as if like what would a routine mm -hmm. feel like? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. then you get to see what it's like for those people. Because like we're on vacation, so it's like go go go, let's go to this event. But if you can figure out like boring stuff to do, you're like, oh, this is what it's like if you lived here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, travel is super important. Mm -hmm. I think we said that like millions of times. <laughs> but anyway. Right, it's like it's, it's like the takeaway. Just travel, bro. Just you need to see. But that was the beauty of like Trevor Noah's stand up, right? Where he's mm -hmm. like went to Berlin and France. He's like, oh, there's a whole world outside this world, you know, and different ways of living. Anyways, uh, yeah. What what is? <laughs> I see you like looking at the time. Like, oh, bro, are you like so long? Yeah, almost two hours. <laughs> oh, Jesus! All right. Uh, yeah, we'll cut it there. Oh, Christmas is tomorrow. Christmas Eve. Crazy. Christmas Eve, you're right. You're right. Who does Christmas <laughs> anyways? Like, I mean, you know, like... Who does Christmas that? for me is, like, Eve. Oh. No, I mean, I mean, like, I never think of, like... Christmas Day is, like, the recovery from Christmas Eve. Oh, the parties happen way. Christmas Eve? Yeah, who, who has parties on Christmas Day? I don't know. Like, that's, like, a lunchtime thing. Maybe that's... This is the... Yeah, this is the... A non-Christian's perspective. I'm talking about me. You or me? What? Me, me. Oh, okay, okay. Is what? Parties happen oh. on Christmas Day. Oh, that's what you thought? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, maybe it's like a Filipino... Maybe it's a Filipino thing, but like the party happens Christmas Eve. We're having a party on Christmas Day, though, because like one of my aunts is working. But okay. usually it's like Christmas Eve. You stay up till like 5 a.m. The next day's to recover. And then you recover <laughs> enough to go shopping on the Boxing Day. Oh, okay, okay. So like Christmas Day is like... The, the recovery day oh, okay because i thought it'd be like yeah you wake up early to open the presents on christmas day then people come that's, for... that's the white person thing bro yeah that's my experience or that's what i'm on, my visualization of it is i'm giving you the i'm giving you the ethnic perspective bro <laughs> that's what we do like, stay out late recover go shopping the next day hmm. i was like yeah no that is the classical that is the classical <laughs> thing let's sleep christmas eve wake up early you know why? It's because those people don't have a bunch of family coming over. It's like bombard them. No, my my, I was saying that they yeah. do have family coming over, but that that's for like lunchtime. Oh, true, true, true. No, but you've been to my family parties, man. They're like nighttime till like. Sure. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I got, I got that. Yeah. yeah. 
but like, I, just, I, know, I think like, I'm saying I don't think the West. Yeah, I don't think I didn't think that as like a broad thing. I feel like that that was your thing. Like if you see movies, it's always the other thing. So that's that's the broader. Exp- that's how mm. I looked at it. Yeah, but what are those people in those movies, bro? Trevor Noah. Same. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> okay. All right. Till next week. Oh, next week will be freaking New Year's, bro. Oh, crazy. All oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Everything's stacked. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you doing anything for New Year's? Uh, don't have anything right now. Plans, I mean. Yeah. Anyways. All right. So I was just asking because of the podcast, but we'll figure it out. All right. Uh, Till next week. Take easy, Vish. Peace. Bye. All right. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Uh, Be sure to like, share, subscribe, all those fun things, and check out our sponsors, Zenro Clothing Co., Portion Bakery, and Podbean. Take easy, Vish. Peace.